Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello to you sexy, gorgeous, feisty friends and followers out there. We love you and are so grateful to have you joining us today for Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas and I'm a pop culture astrologer. We have a fantastic show planned for you today with celebrity drama, great news for Hollywood and star-crossed lovers, as well as a fabulous celebrity guest. Sam, take it away. Hey everybody, Sam Davidson here, entertainment news journalist, red carpet reporter, a entertainment news aficionado. I am so excited for our stories today. They are so interesting and we have so much to talk about. I'm also thrilled to have our very special guest, Craig Ramsey. How are you doing, Craig? I'm very excited to be here. Well, we're yes. excited to have you. So you have an extremely, extremely interesting career. You've been on Broadway. You're a fitness expert. You have been on a bunch of different TV shows. I know you kind of wanted to go in specifically because it's like an encyclopedia of things that you do. Well, bless you. I wish you were my manager or agent <laughs> speaking on my behalf like that. Yeah, there's a lot to it, but I always like to concentrate on what's going on. And luckily for me, oh, there's always a lot in the moment. So yeah. So tell me about the shows that you've been a part of and how your fitness career has kind of turned into something within pop culture. Oh, bless. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good um, acknowledgement that it, it really has. I, I, five years ago, created a stretch class paired with wine tasting. And it initially was inspired by my Real Housewives clients because they said, you know, do whatever you want with me fitness-wise. You're just not taking away my effing wine. I said, well, I don't plan to take away your effing wine, but I do plan on including stretching, which is a workout for everyone. So I created Drunk Fitness, which uh, is all the craze in different forms. Like now it's like yoga and wine and beer and wine and such, um, or beer and uh, yoga. But mine is different because my stretching program actually pairs with the wines. So it's a wine taste, discuss, and then stretch pairings back and forth. And basically Drunk Fitness, because we start with a, a full glass of champagne, even to warm up the palate before we begin. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And tell me some of the TV shows and stuff that you've been a part of. I mean, and you've had so many celebrities sing your praises. Who, who are those celebs? Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. So I initially started off uh, in Canada and playing hockey and very typical Canadian. Uh, but I love to sing and dance. And in uh, exploring that, I was incredibly flexible. So that's where my career went to training with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. So I started in ballet. I also uh, was a trained uh, circus performer. So I was a contortionist. What brought me into the U.S. in 1999 was the original pre-Broadway cast of Mamma Mia. My favorite play of all time. What? Really? Yes, it's my favorite. Oh, Dancing Queen. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowing me, knowing you, we got a lot to discuss oh, our last gosh. summer. SOS. Yeah, there you go, girl. <laughs> Uh, Mamma Mia brought me in the States and I stayed uh, since then in numerous Broadway shows and such but it was uh, overlapping fitness for years that inspired me to move to LA because I just got to that point where I knew I was going to be a glorified chorus person for the rest of my life which was amazing. So grateful for the experience but I, I wanted to my lines to, to, to uh, mean more than a script would and what a script was giving me the ability for. So then I came to LA and uh, did reality TV. So a lot of shows like Thinner with Jackie Warner 
and uh, newlyweds the first year with my husband and we are reoccurring friends of uh, MJ from uh, Shaw's The Sunset. So we just finished filming uh, some with her, supporting her with that. Uh, so we always stay busy and, and I guess relevant by just being us. Wow. That's the dream, basically, of anybody in LA. You know, people want to be personalities. I don't think anyone, though, because I got a lot of flack. When I first started doing reality TV and, like, putting my taint out on social media and getting it waxed, you know, <laughs> I, I think a lot of acting, the acting community and my Broadway community judged me at first. But now I think that we've crossed that line with social media where the general public demands to know even actors nowadays. So there's a pressure just to be yourself and especially in the political climate that we have, if you don't stick up for what's right and what your opinions are, people aren't going to want to see you. They're not going to want to go to your movies. And you really have to be just a, an honest, good person. If you're if you're not, then screw you. No one's going to care anymore about your career. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you definitely have your hands in a lot of different pots and entertainment. So we're really, really excited to have you today. Thank you. Kyle is going to bring us into our crazy ass week of a Mercury retrograde. So here's the forecast. Are we in retreat, Mercury retrograde? Yeah, I started this Unfortunately, past Unfortunately, Did I sign a contract? I'm in a negotiation for one. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. well, we can, uh, we can okay. talk about some of the things that you can do to kind of alleviate any of the stress going Please. forward. Please, so, okay. We are back with another weekly cast or forecast for you all, and this is going to be an intense one. Astrology brings many different assets to our li- lives. On one hand, we can use it to predict certain things, but we can also use it in productive ways too. Also, when we have something a bit more difficult, like this funny Mercury retrograde we are just starting now, it is causing us to evolve and shift our perspective. Challenging or difficult situations from the stars above aren't here to actually hurt us. They're here to make us stronger like steel. So that's just something we need to really think about. You know, we have been talking about Mercury retrograde a little over the last couple weeks because of the shadow periods, and it is going to be making itself really noticed this week. This retrograde is going to last all of July. No! Yeah, all of July. And we're really going to finally be caught up around August 15th. So literally everything that's been going on since about June 20th, until August 15th is pretty much going to like have to change and shift. Happy okay. summer, everybody. Yeah. And the universe is not trying to screw us over with this? No, no, no. So here's the thing is, you know, there, there are going to be some errors in communication, technology, or even relationships. But Mercury Retrograde is important to, to use the, the re in our, in our lives. So readdressing, reviewing, restarting, reflecting, going back to these old projects, friends, or lovers, because... It shows that there has been something of value that we've missed, whether that's in that contract or whether that's in that friend or business associate you had or that lover that some, you know, you disconnected with and is now potentially in a better position to be with you, you know, whatever, however that aligns for, you know, each different sign and each different person. So friend requests or exes on, in, on social media? <laughs> I mean... Reach out to people? Uh... Can you still poke on Facebook? Is this a good time yeah, to send those nice little poke? Poke is saying something, in, especially in gay community, something so different. You're opening up more than just communication <laughs> with an ex if you poke in anyone. Or anything. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would poke a few of my exes, but let's Ooh, not yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, during, you know, this is actually, I've been trying to like teach people, this can be a lucky time, not just a scary time, because you can bring these things back to life. And it's funny, because like sometimes... You know, you get these messages from the universe where it's actually like 
you just keep getting, you're thinking about this person or they pop up on your, like I had someone pop up on my Venmo yesterday. I literally was Venmoing Sam and someone who shall not be named popped up on my Venmo and I was like, are you kidding me? Well, did you guys know that um, Venmo stalking is actually one of the smartest ways to stalk somebody? People don't realize it's public. So you get to see like who that person is talking for dinner, who they're talking to. What is on your Venmo profile? Just a photo. And it's attached to your phone number. And yeah. so then you can see a lot of people don't make it private. So you can see who people are like, like exchanging paid money to? with. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I know. I know. No. And that's why I was like, and then I just looked at it and I literally was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going there. And I didn't want to stalk and I didn't. And so I just unfriended that motherfucking hoe. So <laughs> like, oh bye. I already blocked his ass months ago. I want to know who this so. is. Oh, this is the drama. <sighs> Stars are lighting. Every week he comes and slithers into this conversation. <laughs> but I, again, this is what I'm saying. I didn't effing look for him. Is it fresh? It, is this fresh? It's been four years of fresh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> four years. I'm a burn hoe down. I mean, like, I, I can't. Anyways, um, on a lighter note, uh, no. so going back to the good things of Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> um, so I actually wrote the ultimate one and only guide to Mercury ret- Retrograde and how you can actually utilize it to your benefit. Oh, wow. So that's actually on my website for anybody that would like to check it out. It's kylethomasastrology.com in the blog. So yeah, so the, you know that's just one thing to kind of notice that's going on, and yeah, I mean I'm like, but there are people like friends that I actually have been thinking about reaching out to, or even business contacts. This is a great one too. So if you've had like a past project that stalled, or someone you collaborated with, or someone you just got like lost touch with, right? Talking to them now is going to be really fortunate for you because you can get that ball ro- rolling again. You know, there's there's a big project that I've been working on for you know certainly throughout most of this year with a company development. And, and those discussions are moving forward again because, you know, other things get in the way and we've got so many things going on at all times. But now I can kind of take a step back from other things and push that forward again. Well, so that's What is something. it, though? What is actually happening that that dictates that those things? Like, oh, now it's okay. Is everyone somehow energetically more open to receiving things from the past and revisiting things? Like, I don't understand how it, 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 it manifests to the physical here totally totally so you know thousands of years ago human you know humankind looked to the stars and kind of wanted to find a way to kind of see the patterns that were happening in their psychology in the world around them and try to map them and that's why they could kind of see that like certain eclipses would signify certain things certain you know moon cycles and and movements of the planets and that would affect the weather too right do i think there have been yes i mean there's there can be certain transits that do it you know increase more thunder and lightning or increase drought, you well, know, things like that. side question for you on that. There was two, like, big earthquakes this weekend yeah. in well, Los Angeles. I predicted that with Uranus going into Taurus. Like, I predicted that, like, a year ago. Really? Yeah. I'm not Way kidding. Way to warn wrote... us, Kyle. No, it's in my... <laughs> Go to my blog, ho! It's in there! <laughs> no one warned us from the... Yeah. We had two days prior to the big, what, 7.11. Yeah. Um, I was jogging in, oh. in, you know, in Hollywood uh, on the street. I didn't feel the first one at all, but... Oh, oh my yeah, goodness, I think totally. anyone that didn't feel that 7.1 had to have been like passed out drunk or whatnot. Because <laughs> I was cuddling was with someone. You were? Yeah. And, and then did we you both stay like, cuddled? what's going on? Did yeah. you stay cuddled on the couch or did you both fall off? Or No. Uh, I mean, wait, couch or bed? Where I'm were you really, cuddling? It was a couch we were watching oh, a movie okay. and I'm really strong so I held on. 
Nice. Yeah. It was shaky. Oh, I got you, baby. <laughs> Sam, where were you? I was in a movie. <laughs> oh, and did you all know what was going on? Yeah, it was like Armageddon. People started like quietly whispering and all of a sudden it's like, earthquake, earthquake, earthquake. Tell me you didn't finish eating that popcorn. You just kept going. I sat there. Yeah, I yeah. stayed. Tell the daddy story. Oh yeah. So there was um, this like weird couple in front of me and my friend. Just side funny story. But um, it was, you know, this, they weren't related. It was an older man with like this younger woman. Um, and when the earthquake started happening, he just bolts and starts running. And, and she goes up. and she screams, daddy, daddy, wait for me, daddy. <laughs> And then but it wasn't um, biological daddy. It was definitely, no, no. it was a hundred percent not her daddy. Um, I mean her daddy in some ways. Then they kind of like trickled back in after the earthquake stopped. And she's like, daddy, what do I do? And I'm just sitting there. I was laughing. I was in shock. I was terrified, but like, it's like, at least I'm going to go down laughing. If this is for the Hollywood. Yeah. This is what we're about. Hollywood. <laughs> totally, totally. I was butt naked. Oh, man. I mean, stark naked on my couch. Sorry for anyone that comes over to my house. Uh, yes, I do walk away every so often, uh, you know, naked. Um, but okay. Brandon, my husband, uh, felt the initial impact like two minutes before it, the big one happened. He felt something and he said, oh, there's, a, there's an earthquake. And I said, no, 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 I'm just walking really heavy, like heel to the toe, not like dancer background. Yeah. And sure enough, it started rocking and rolling and he goes, get in underneath the door frame with me. And I was like, no, where's my clothes? Because <laughs> it was bad right away, yeah. right? Like it started shaking. I was like, I am not going down naked in the rubble or whatever because we didn't know how far it was going to go. So it took yeah. me about 30 seconds to put my clothes on and then it was still going on for another 30 seconds. Yeah, it was about a minute long. Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to continue for seven years. The earthquakes? Like that yeah. big? We're going to have They those... make it worse. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think they will too, yeah. Because Uranus, is, Uranus rules the earth. Uranus is earth, and it's the first, first earth sign. And so uh, Uranus is the planet of earthquakes and you know revolution and liberation and shaking mm. and electricity. So that's going to happen. But when you know Uranus moves into Gemini, we're going to see more lightning storms. We're going to see more things like that. So This isn't there's... fair. Our gas is already higher than anywhere else in, in America. Yeah. Now it's skyrocketed more. Yeah. yeah. What are we but then, do? you know, there's improving, we can improve different ways that we're working with the earth and, and gas and things like that with it. Cause, because your uh, Taurus rules, okay. you know, the earth, but then Uranus is, is the genius is in, in, you know, creation and those mm -hmm. ways. So. I'm wearing panties to bed <laughs> just in case my socks and shoes are at the foot of the bed now um, from yeah. that earthquake. I am ready. Well, a nice positive Mercury retrograde story kind of though is that um, I have a really close friend that like literally I haven't talked to that much in the past decade and she's come back into my life over the past couple of weeks and like we're seeing each other talking all the time. Like there wasn't even really a negative fallout. We just yeah. were in different points of our life, but she was a really close friend for a few years and now she's back. And yeah, we're like, she's such a sweetie. Yeah, That's she's great. so sweet. Kyle's met her a bunch yeah. of times. Did you reach out or she reached out to you? She reached out to me and I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down. Mm -hmm. Come Can on we over. make a pack, all three of us and anyone listening if, if with Mercury Retrograde and with your advice? Who is one person that he, that this resonates with and that you want to connect with that mm -hmm. you haven't in a while? Can you vocally address uh, No, it? I can't say who. Why not? I'm not going to say <laughs> You're not going to? That's no. not playing the game, right? And everyone's going to social media tag someone and well, connect. Well, Who would you send? Who would I? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe like a, a family member or something. I don't talk to very as often, you know, reach out, see how they're doing. Um... 
yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people that aren't in my life anymore for a reason. So mm-hmm. maybe keep it that way. You know, be careful who you choose. Mm-hmm. But it, this is a good time. It's a it is powerful actually. time to do that if you've been thinking about it. So what about yeah. you? Um, Chuck Leonard. I'll, I'll connect with my grade five school teacher who was Aww. such an incredible influence in my life because I thought at that point I was stupid. I didn't have a, a lot of self-confidence. I was like what, an ADHD kid. Yeah. And Aww. he just instilled some some great power in me. Like he um, actually manipulated my uh, grade in, in one of my tests uh, just to test like if I was going to be motivated from getting an A. And I was. And I worked so hard and he was a great male influence. He came from a football background. And he would be able to bounce his boobs like this. Just like you're doing right now. I am doing it oh right now. Wow. Yeah. I need a video of this. We will get a video of, of this. <laughs> um, but I learned how to do that from grade five, like watching him. And I learned so much more than just boob bouncing and dancing, of Aww. course. But uh, yeah, I'll reach back out to him. I, I do need to connect if, if this is what's going on in the universe. Good. Well, I'm not going to reach out to someone. If this person reach, would reach out to me, that's different. That's why I like. Oh, I'm dear Lord. Oh, that's ego driven, though. It's not ego driven. No one is reaching out to anybody. In See, this I situation, know. I am, I'm yes, shaking my finger, you guys, in front of Kyle's because it's face. an unhealthy one. Yes, yeah, I think I, I'm only encouraging the healthy ones mm-hmm. and the ones that that there's probably just miscommunication. Like <clears throat> I have this one ex from Chicago that it took me, and I was so like Canadian um, uh, naive to it that I kept friend requesting him over and over again, <laughs> and, and then I was like, why, why is this not going through? Oh my god, he was denying it. Yeah. For years. And I'm just like, cut the crap. Like, you're if you were yeah. in my life in that capacity, there obviously has to be some greatness to you and a connection that we had that still deserves us to be connected in each other's lives somehow. But you're a sweet and sentimental and kind man. There are a lot of assholes out there. And there are also a lot of people that are not in touch with their emotions. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying that just to be a dick, but it's like, I have, you know, we've all dealt with people who have hurt us and don't care. Yeah, you know? thank you and next for some of them. So yeah. choose wisely. What else do we have going on? Oh, yeah, on? so let me just finish off this quick. Um, uh, Welcome forecast. to having Craig Ramsey on as a guest. No, I love okay. you. I love you. You're super fun. So, okay, yeah. So uh, another thing to notice here, too, is that on the 11th, uh, which is uh, Thursday of this week, we have a super fiery and potentially intense energy because Mars, the planet of sex and war and passion, is shooting sparks at Uranus, which is, again, shocking events, liberation, and unexpected news. So this means that a lot of people are going to have, like, outbursts, explosions. This could mean explosions around at some places. This is so sexually driven, Uh, I have to say. This is hot. Mars is shooting, like, at Myanus, it sounds like you're saying. Something is I haven't gotten really so long, so, like, I don't know. God, I mean, it's but Thursday, maybe Thursday we're all getting laid. Well, I was going to say that's when my mom comes in town, so I think it'll be another kind of explosion, unfortunately. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, with difficult aspects, we can use them in, in really positive ways. So yes, exercise, exercise masturbation, you know. Sexercise. Yeah. Sexercise. You know, great Thursday. sex with someone that's, you know, consensual and you really like them, that's great. Or you can use it in a creative way. You know, so that would be something that could really be positive. And, and then, sex with yourself, too. Don't don't ignore that. Like, I think oh, every totally. that's mm-hmm. great. I mean, that's, I mean, trust me, my hand is very happy, I guess. <laughs> Do I don't you know what your hands are. Anyway, that is really weird. That's really weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then to end the week, on the 14th, though, we again have another more challenging aspect, which is the sun, which rules our life force and our focus at any given time, is in a fight with Pluto. And Pluto rules transformation and regeneration 
but also destruction. And so Pluto is kind of like a phoenix, and it's always energy that wants to be reborn. So because of this, we may notice some power struggles around this time. So if you are in them, don't try to push them, you know, it, unless they're pushing you into something you don't feel comfortable with, then, you know, make sure that you are, you know, at least standing up for yourself and not, you know, being put into a corner. But you can actually use this energy to transform and be reborn in some area of your life. Mm. You can even use it in relationships. You can use it because if there's something that you either need to like rise from the ashes from, which I've been doing a lot of thinking about being like, oh, you know, thank you next from certain different things and being, you know, I burnt that down and it's time to, to rise anew and feel great in mm. different ways. You know, this could be love. This could be work. This could be money. This could be any way. So if you use that energy, you can be reborn. So, so that's Friday. Uh, that the 14th is actually Sunday, so Sunday. we're feeling this the 13th, 14th, and 15th of next week. Okay. You know what some good advice Jackie Warner gave me with my first reality show? Because mm. she can, she's known to be quite harsh and all of that, um, and the best thing that she ever taught me was, they can't yell at you if you don't pick up the phone. <laughs> Which yeah. is great, because in the heat of the moment when someone does call you and, and mm. they're at it, all they want to do is use you as that outlet to release mm -hmm. whatever frustration or tension they have. If you just pause the button on that and then give a breather, it always is is a little bit better and easier exactly. to go. Which exactly. sounds like goes along with what we might all be up against. Well, yes. too bad. My mom really knows how to pick the best times to come visit me, because she is coming on Thursday until Tuesday. So Kyle might be getting some late night phone calls, me crying, being like, Mom speaks so mean to Set me. Set the scene. Do you have like a studio apartment and you have to, or like no, a double bed? No, I, uh, well, so, sometimes we do share a bed, but she now refuses. She's, I have a huge king bed. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, it's going to be a really interesting trip. I have a lot of cleaning to do before she gets here. So I'll get, like let you guys know next week what shit show. Does she judge happen. your cleaning? Oh, yeah. She thinks I'm disgusting. So. Well, next week is the eclipse. <laughs> Lovely. I know. This month is such a shit show. I told yeah. you all. Okay. So. So all right. Let's jump on our stories. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And thank you, Kyle, for telling us about our crazy ass week ahead. <laughs> Stay tuned for the top news stories, celebrity news stories, of the week. Hey everybody, welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We are going to be diving into three of the most controversial and craziest stories within Hollywood this week. So the first one, it's something that people are talking about a lot and it's very complicated. So I am going to give you guys my best professional um, summary of what's going on here with Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun and Scott Borchetta. So everyone knows who Taylor Swift is. Scooter Braun is also a pretty big name in Hollywood. He is a manager and producer of some of music's biggest stars. We're talking Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber. He's like a kind of Kanye West's manager. I mean, he works with almost everybody. And at one point he actually did work with Taylor, but that's not something I, I knew. So Taylor went on to Tumblr this past week, which is a very old form. Who's still on Tumblr? Taylor Swift has a lot of really intense fans on Tumblr. Yeah. It's super random. So she went and released this like long public letter saying that um, Scooter Braun bought her entire catalog essentially through um, her first album to Reputation, which was her this past album. She has a new album coming out, but it's not released yet. Um, and he bought for $300 million 
the rights to all of them. So a little bit of backstory on that, though, is that in 2000, Swift, a 15-year-old, Taylor Swift, signed with a Nashville-based independent label called Big Machine Records, and that's where she recorded her first six albums. She left in 2018 to join Republic Records, but her master recordings stayed under the CEO, Scott Borchetta. That's where this other guy comes in. So according to Scooter and Scott, Taylor had an opportunity to buy her masters, and she chose not to. She's claiming that is not the case, um, and that she has absolutely no rights to her music, and it's really turned into, she says Scooter Braun has bullied her. The whole Kanye and Taylor and Kim debacle has kind of come back into play. Justin Bieber has really sided with his manager. I think the only one of um, Scooter Braun's clients that hasn't spoken publicly is Ariana Grande, who apparently isn't is being told to not talk because she's not in line with what her management is doing. She thinks that, um, rumor has it that she thinks Taylor deserves the right to own her own music and to buy her own music. So because of this, like Taylor doesn't make a lot of public declarations of things and it's a big deal. And so her fans have gone totally crazy and they've in support of her of course in right? support of her yeah so they're you know sending like death threats to like scooter braun's family and it's just really been taken out of control like there's definitely a better way i think to go about something like this than posting it on a platform um like she did that said it sounds bad but this is something in the industry that happens a lot michael jackson bought the rights to all of the Beatles music. It's, um, there's been a lot of cases and they're controversial, but it is what people do. So it, this is a hot mess of things. A lot of people are on Taylor's side though. Um, she has like a lot of her girl crew, Cara Delevingne, who's a good friend, um, Katy Perry has spoken publicly, Halsey, Iggy Azalea, Alessa, Alessia Cara, um, so many people, and then a bunch of people have unfollowed Scooter Braun on social media, like Rihanna, Britney Spears, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, Jonas Brothers, I, the list goes on and on. So this guy, he had a huge career, and I've personally interviewed him on the carpet with his wife, like, and we've talked about him on here before. I I don't know him, but I've always thought he was a really cool, nice mm -hmm. guy. So Kyle has looked into this a little bit, but before we get there... Um, being in the industry yourself, what Craig, like, what do you think about this kind of situation being given all the information? Well, I don't know if I have all the information. Not all of it, but, but what I just gave you. I do have a background with, with obviously performing, but I also was a trainer for Interscope Records. So I firsthand have, a, have had a lot of clients, huge names in, in the pop world. And I'm more sensitive to what their needs are because at times maybe they don't have the funds uh, because there is a lot of cost demands on them to buy their music at, at the appropriate time. Uh, so I think there's a lot of bullying going on. Mm -hmm. uh, now, however, Taylor Swift in particular, I think that she has um, swayed to that side a lot. Like she's a bully herself. I, we've seen it. Uh, I think that she's a, a master manipulator for the media. Interesting. And she, she knows how to wrap everyone around her finger. I don't think she should have that much pull and credit uh, because she's leading uh, a group that is, I don't want to demean her followers, and I, I shouldn't be saying a blanket statement like this, but they're easily followed into believing what she has to say. So I think people should pause button, listen to Kyle's advice that we're heading into, and not overreact and get too invested until the courts would have to play that out. 
Absolutely. So Kyle, what is going on with this crazy crew? Totally. So Scooter Braun is actually a Gemini. We were looking at those dates. Taylor Swift is a Sagittarius. So these are two signs that are opposite of each other on the wheel. This represents similar characteristics, but also a very different way of going about their paths. Mm. Opposites can sometimes unite and attract when they are a yin and yang, but they can also repel and cause tremendous havoc when things go south. So in creating an artistry and all of that, it will bring them together because they complement each other well. Yes. So like, you know, that's why, for instance, when I, like, I, I have this like very intense connection with uh, Scorpios. I'm a Taurus. So it's always like, oh, it's very intense and passionate and, and great when it's great, but when it's bad, it is war. Mm, it's war You know, like... It, that kind of thing, you know, and but I don't ever go to war with anybody else like that. It's, like Scorpios are just insane, mm. you know. And unfortunately, the guy that I'm dating is a Scorpio. Ooh, drama. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's not official, so I won't go official with anybody until like September. So, because <laughs> astrologically, it's better for me. Anyways. Oh my god, uh, that'd be so difficult to date. I have to say, I'd be like, really? We can't just go with the flow, like. Come well, no, on. we can date. I just can't say that I'm your boyfriend. Oh my god, I would have such a problem with that. No, I'm gonna get. I would I, if he literally had a problem with it. I'd be like, this is the date we can say yes. Really? What yes, we... because then it means that we're both gonna. If we do this, we make money together, and then we fall in love. And yeah, hell we're yeah. Breaking the rules. It's okay to be poor to get, as oh, long god. as you're together and oh, you have that yeah. security. And... That's bad. I mean... <laughs> All right, so Taylor. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. The thing that I'm noticing that is going on right now are a few different factors. Obviously, Mercury retrograde that right now is causing a bit of a thunderstorm for them directly. For Taylor, it's falling in her seventh and eighth houses of partnership. However, this area of the sky also means she could be facing off with enemies in relation to ownership on property, large sums of money, and major deals, all things we actually see right now. For Scooter, this Mercury retrograde is falling in his house of income and possessions, as well as contracts and legalities. Again, we can obviously see that Mercury is causing all of this clash to be happening. This energy has been in flux since June 20th, as I mentioned before, and will continue to be sorted out by August 15th. This shows that some details have been overlooked on both sides, and neither of them is entirely innocent, per se. Also, it's eclipse season. Big things are always happening around eclipses, and we see a lot of chaos thrown into the air. With Taylor being a Capricorn rising, we are seeing eclipses fall in her house of identity, causing herself to be illuminated, illuminated and especially standing up for herself. We also see eclipses falling in her house of partnership, which again can be focused upon open enemies because that's a partnership as well. So this her versus them energy is going to continue to be a focus. For Scooter, the eclipses are in his house of money and income as well as karma. So this could mean that he's actually having to, uh, he's having big karma erupt here now from past things that have been going out of line for some time, not even just from this. So that's there. Last, Jupiter, planet of miracles, is retrograde, retrograde in Sagittarius. So this means that while Scooter is blessed in partnerships and with allies this year until December, this energy is actually weakened right now. For Taylor, with it being retrograde, she was wanting to reevaluate important processes and plans that are going forward for the next 12 years of her life. Because Jupiter is in alignment for both of them, actually, I do think there will be a contractual agreement that favors them both. Although I do anticipate Taylor has more luck on her side and will get what she wants because Jupiter favors her more than mm -hmm. everyone right now. So that's really so crucial. Does the and <laughs> it's going to favor her more than next year because it goes into her ascendant. And then the last thing on this note is the final thing is Scott Porchetta. He is a Cancer and just had a solar eclipse fall directly on his birthday. 
So he is seeing major launches this coming year. However, with it falling in his identity sector, he's going to see drastic and major shifts and changes that he may not be expecting. The eclipses opposing him show that he's going to have to face off with important people for the next year too. So this could be Taylor or it could be others. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, no one knew who he was until a few days last week. So um, he's definitely, uh, people know who he is now. They kind of all sound like tools. There's, there's yeah. a little bit of it that just is disgusting on all fronts. Mm-hmm. I, I would, when someone takes a social media and they complain about a situation in their public figure, I think it, it should have to do with morality more than anything. Mm-hmm. And if, as soon as you mention money and the specifics of money, because most people can't relate to that. It that just, level of money. Yeah, sure. it just immediately, I think, segregates her from from what, what the true passion and meaning of being a you know respectful human is. Yeah, but it's also her life's work so far. It is, and you know, some. But people do you really think it's about like her work? Like she truly cares about the artistry of her work. I think she, I think she's really fighting for the money stuff. Well, still, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I think it's one of those things that, like, I mean, when you've created that, yeah, and you're you're being paid by that, and that's a part of your ownership. Hell yeah, I yeah. would fight for that. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but I also in this industry, I highly doubt that she's a singular unit of creating. So there's so many other people in that process that are silent. That, yeah. That um, I, you know, again, who knows all of the facts? But anything I've ever done or been a part of or seen is is a collective effort. Yeah. And I hope that moving forward, she would recognize what that is on all fronts to protect everyone that was associated with this. Because she ultimately will win. Don't yeah. you think? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kyle said that, you know, yeah, we, she probably will. So I'm sure we'll talk about this again, um, but it's a very interesting story. Our next story is um, Lil Nas X. So... You might not recognize his name, but you would recognize his song. Um, it's the one that he just did with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road. It's like huge on Billboard charts, and he is quickly becoming a really famous like country rapper. And it's just he's completely blown up in the past month or so. And um, he's a rapper, and he's also in country music, which doesn't have a lot of LGBTQ people in it right. at all country and rap neither so um Lil Nas X recently appeared on BBC America and he revealed that he once considered taking his sexual orientation to the grave and never publicly addressing it but now that he has all this influence he's decided that he didn't want to live his entire life not doing what he wanted to do and that he is homosexual and he wants to help other people come out so people were very shocked by this on both the country end and the rap end, and he got a ton of hate on the internet. A lot of internet trolls came for him big time, and he has a now deleted Instagram post that was a picture of a cowboy with a sad face, and um, it's his. It's his. Logo. It's his. Uh, yeah. Icon. Exactly, and it's yeah. say one more homophobic thing to me. And it's super sad, but like, of course, a lot of other people have come out in support of him. Miley Cyrus, who's Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, of course. They're very close friends. Dwayne Wade, Cardi B, who he's also done a collab with, has um, been there to support him. So I just think it's interesting. A lot interesting. of male rappers, too. Male yeah. black rappers have come out to support him, which is really special. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really special and important. And, you know, it's funny because he said, he goes, I thought everybody knew. Like, why is everyone, like, freaking out about this? Did I not make it obvious? 
But people really, like, when you're a rapper, you're in country music, they don't assume those. Not things. unless you're headlining Pride and, you know, you're yeah. throwing sparkles into, mm-hmm. rainbow sparkles into the audience. No, you have to talk about it and, and share that. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, uh, I thought this was an interesting story because he's sure. going through so many different changes and different aspects of his life right now. Absolutely. So, Lil Nas X is an Aries. The major thing that is going on for him is that he's being hit by major eclipses in his career sector. When this occurs, it puts you in the limelight and attracts attention from the public. Eclipses have a pendulum effect where they are most intense within the months that surround them, but also can affect you as a key theme for the entire six months. For Lil Nas X, his first eclipse in his career was January 5th. The next one is July 16th. The next one after that is December 25th. Another one hits next year in the summer as well. The most interesting thing happening right now actually is that there's a full moon lunar eclipse in this career sector on July 16th. This means that he is having a huge spotlight and illumination moment taking place because when you think of full moons, it's, it's the full energy of that you know culmination. So we're seeing him come out. That's literally what this eclipse is talking about mm. right now. And then Saturn also plays a factor in this full moon, causing things to feel a bit colder and possibly showing opposition to him But the thing about Saturn is that he isn't going to be crushed under the weight. It is going to actually make him stronger. So that's really good to note. You know, speaking of Saturn, though, this is the planet of maturity, longevity, but also hardship. And it is in his career sector until 2020. This means that he is going to have to grind hard and make some... And and he may have some huge rewards and payoffs. So this actually affects all Aries and Aries rising this way. And that's why we've been seeing so many people with those, you know, placements making huge achievements and and those will be coming true awesome what does his ex have to do with this again his ex yeah it's just his name oh okay yeah Lil Nas X yes confused I was like what his ex he's dating himself huh no he's yeah he's dating himself he is his own ex well good for him I hope more people are inspired by that I I mean the shift of energies is, is happening in 2019 transparency is key and uh, it seems like with our political climate, of course you're going to have bullies. We have a president mm-hmm. that, that is the leading of bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so people are going to have a lot of negative stuff out there, but there seems to be a lot of positive. Yeah. Totally. So I like this story. I think it's going to turn into something really positive for him. Our third story, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this. So um, Aziz Ansari I'm sorry, he is one of the biggest comedians, Netflix, uh, you know, he had his huge show on Netflix, um, a ton of Netflix specials. He has been a pillar in the comedian comedy community for quite some time, but during the Me Too movement in 2018, there was some really controversial stuff that came out about him, and I'll explain in a little bit why we're talking about him, but... Here's what happened in, um, well, the sexual misconduct was actually 2017. It came out in 2018. So long story short, you know, he was on top of the world. He just won an Emmy the year before for his Netflix show. And he, you know, probably thought he was pretty freaking awesome and was sleeping with a lot of women. Um, he met a woman, a 23-year-old. After How old is he? He's late 30s, early 40s. So it's not, you know, it's not terrible. But he met a younger woman. Um, that was a photographer and at, at a, she was working for an Emmy party, the, in 2008 or 17 and he got her number. They ended up, um, going on a date in which he really sped through dinner, um, and was like, let's go back to my place, took her back to his place. And 
was just creepy. She kind of was giving him all the vibes, like, I don't want to do this, and he wasn't reading them, but she felt uncomfortable. She was young. She didn't really know what to do. He was, like, sticking his fingers down her throat, turning, they'd be just, like, kind of talking, and I read a lot about this story when it came oh, out. Right. Turning, I know. I'm just yeah, like, he would just kind of, like, turn her right. around and, like, bend her over, and, like, her clothes would be on and stuff, but she was just like, is happening? Oh, hell oh, no. I, I literally had a few guys try to do that to me, and I was like, are you kidding well, me? Well, this know? story, like, what? it, like, resonated with Ugh. me so much because, honestly, like, I've had creepy-ass stuff like this happen to me so for gross. so many times out of my time in Los Angeles. And when I was younger, there were a lot of times where I didn't say anything or mm-hmm. I didn't do anything, especially if somebody was powerful, because I didn't really know what was normal, like, what was right. Regardless, she left and texted him afterwards and said, I'm really upset. Like, that was not okay. All that happened was not okay. He kind of apologized and said he really didn't know. And, you know, the whole um, debate of consent and was brought into this conversation. And he was just really loved until this. And I liked him a lot, too. But I'm like, I see you now. I see the kind of dude that you are. And a lot of people felt that way. So he has been out of the spotlight until now. Netflix just announced that um, they are doing a big comedy special and um, it has huge, huge people behind it. Um, Spike Jones is directing the comedy special and, you know, it's going to be a big deal. It's his first time kind of coming out after this entire debacle and he's publicly said a couple of times he had a show a few months ago in new york saying that he's learned a lot you know about what are you supposed to do when you date and was kind of brought back down to earth i guess but i was just curious to see what was going on is this going to be successful for him and has he made some changes yeah so aziz is a pisces we don't know his rising sign but we do know that some of the bigger transits are affecting him in certain ways so, you know, kind of seeing some of his places of, like, limitation or, you know, some of the difficulty, I would love to know his rising sign. But, I mean, things are actually looking great. So, the first thing I'm noticing for him is that he's going through eclipses in his sector of creativity and art, as well as eclipses in his sector of networking. This networking sector also ties to long-term planning and taking steps to make your dreams come true. These eclipses will be occurring for another year, so he's really in luck with all of those things. Jupiter Planet of Miracles is actually in his sector of fame and achievement since November of last year and will continue to be gracing this area until December of this year. So things are really looking up for him and any other Pisces. Even though he did have that scandal, it really looks that people will not be focusing as much upon that as he's launching big things to try to divert attention away from it. And it's going to be successful with that, just legitimately because Jupiter's miracles and blessings. Also, with him being an emotional Pisces, it shows a sensitivity that he was facing the offense and owning up to it in a humbling way. And, you know, that's mature and responsible, you know, as much as I suppose you can be about something as grotesque as that. You know, I actually see a lot of great things for him for the coming several years, actually. 2019 and 2020 will be really big years for Pisces. 2021 is going to be a big year with lots of starts and stops and making plans for them. But 2022 will be a huge chapter that's launching for 12 years for him. Wow. Oh, another one just skating along. Next, we're going to see Louis C.K. back and Well, but I hope this ever. guy, I hope that he, he has done the work. I hope that he is mm-hmm. educated and realizes what an entitled asshole he was to think that a younger girl in her 20s was interested in you. It doesn't exist, people. You 
older men you have to understand that like unless those 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 people are that you're trying to court are really mutually doing that and spelling it out for you you are not attractive to them they don't want to have sex with you i was in the exact same situation as a young 20s i was mm-hmm. raped by someone that was 15 you know 20 years older than me and and i what happens in those situations for people that i can relate to now however i have my, my strong opinions how it's different for me as a man than it is for a w- woman stereotypically but um because uh, i knew i could get out in that situation i had a little more confidence but in that situation we do what we need to do in those moments because it's a jekyll and hyde situation you're not expecting it you're not expecting their the craziness to come out and you have no idea what they're going to do to you mm-hmm. or how do if your attempt to escape is going to trigger something that's going to be more violent and dangerous so you perform acts you engage so that's why and all those men are so oblivious to it why you get the text message afterwards i was uncomfortable because then that girl's with her girlfriends or she's with the authorities hopefully mm-hmm. and she's calling your ass out i had a super powerful executive do this to me back in 2013 and you, you were younger. Yeah, right? and I still stood up for myself, and I didn't care. And he was, like, breaking glass and shit. And I was just like, you're nuts. I performed the act. I had to. And, and it's yeah. disgusting, and it makes me sick, and, and it still brings up a whole bunch of feelings. But in that moment, I, I had to buy myself time mm-hmm. to be able to manipulate totally. that situation. But all the Joe Bidens out there, they have got to learn. And hopefully Joe, as well, is, is addressing the fact he's kissing women's forehead. It's demeaning mm-hmm. to women. Grow up, man. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, you know, let, let's see if he kind of comes around and... Sounds like he's going to. Yeah. I, I would think that we would have to. He'd have to come to Jesus with that. And and maybe that's what's going to happen for his career to excel, like you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see if he'll address it in the Netflix special. But Who until knows? then, you're a, a total dick. Yeah, he's a dick. Sorry. My personal opinion. <laughs> Me too. All right. So our celeb WTF of the week. And when I have these, a lot of times I feel guilty because I'm like, it's not like I don't like these people or I don't like this couple together. But it's like, huh. Isn't that weird? Are we analyzing them together? Yes. Yeah, so the couple, so uh, Channing Tatum and Jesse J, they have been together for about a year now. Um, he was, of course, married to Jenna Dewan um, for nine years, and they had a kid, and they split up in uh, April of 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, then by October of 2018, he was dating Jesse J. And then November of 2018, these two were off to a really hot start. He went to her concert in London where she publicly revealed her personal struggles with not being able to have children. And he was super supportive. And everyone's like, wow, I really like them each, but I never would in a million years. Like, how did they even meet? How did these two come together? But they were obsessed with each other. They were PDA all over. They went to Disneyland, tons of PDA. At, at Disneyland? At Disneyland, well, yeah. Well, that's just inappropriate. I mean, I think it's cute. I can't wait to be like them. Really? Gross. I with mean, like, I'm not going to be like banging my guy on like the rides, but I'm going to be like all cutie <laughs> and, you know. Well, I'm really touchy, and I'm, like, I'm gonna I, look I, that I, up. My love language is tough. So see how like, far they they took it, though, because there's nothing more obnoxious when you're in like a two hour lineup and oh, it, yeah. going through it, where the same <laughs> couple in front of you is making out the whole time. Okay, I'm not gonna make it out with my guy. Oh, uh, I I know I hate that. Actually, I have a. <laughs> I always had a prank idea I wanted to do at an amusement park for people like that. I wanted to bring like a little fart machine kind of and have a hidden camera. And as they're making out in line, just like keep really on doing it. Yeah. yeah. See if that's they stop. 
messy. I know. But unfortunately, I couldn't do that for them. I would have liked to see their reaction. Um, but What do you think of them then? What, what is your opinion? I love Channing Tatum, so I'm jealous of anybody that's with him. I like a couple of Jessie J's songs. I don't know that much about her. You know, she's like from the UK and as just kind of like a random person in the industry that's done some cool collaborations. Um, and yeah, she was with him for his birthday, like just professing his her love for him on Instagram. And she seems just like different to me than his ex, Jenna Dewan, who um, also she was in my sorority in college, FYI. So we're <laughs> sisters. So I got to stand up for my girls. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very curious to see if they're just like secretly compatible. Mm-hmm. Well, Jessie J is an Aries with a Gemini rising. This gives her so much feisty, exciting, and just like sassy energy. She is here to have fun and loves ad- adventure and stimulation. We don't have Channing's rising sign, but we do know he's a Taurus. Typically, Aries and Taurus aren't always the most absolute, uh, rapidly compatible couple, but the two signs do have a lot that they admire about each other. Which well, they she's can being share. stimulated by Channing, so yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's all good. Go on. Totally, totally, totally. Um, so we can see that they're, they're drawn to each other. Jesse, as an Aries, is more adventurous and spontaneous than Channing, a Taurus, but he likes this because it pushes him out of his comfort zone. Mm. Also, Channing's loyalty, devotion, and extremely sensual side makes Jesse J wild, which is why the two can't keep their hands off of each other. It makes us all wild. Right? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> right? The thing that I love the most for them, though, is watching what was going on with Jupiter. Last year, when they were, went official, Jupiter, Planet of Miracles, was in Channing's house of partnership and marriage. The two of them connecting at that time shows that it is fated and actually blessed for them. This is a magnificent energy. Also, with Jesse J being a Gemini rising, this shows that now that J- J- Jupiter is across the sky in Sagittarius, so all of this year, she is actually most blessed in her partnerships and marriage now. So I actually could see the two of them taking some big steps closer together this year, moving in, making long-term plans, or even getting engaged at some point in time. Some dates to watch that I've picked out actually are in the days that follow September 28th, or in the days after uh, October 27th, and you know, they're just, they're such a fun and hot couple to watch. Okay. I like it then. I, I take back what I said about you with your boyfriend, like addressing these <laughs> things because it clued in on me. Timing is everything. Exactly. And what you just said about their relationship with Channing um, being vulnerable, he was vulnerable. Exactly. After his, his last re- marriage, his relationship, that woman caught him at a moment that, that matched. But it was divine timing. I guess so. Exactly. So I'm sorry. I do take that back. What well, I said earlier about being offended um, if I were your boyfriend. Well, the that. thing is, it's like I've actually had this in before where it's like I've kind of strategically like reached out to people about something at a certain time and you know signed a contract at a certain time and it's always brought those blessings to me and wow. actually sometimes I didn't realize I would do something at a certain time and then I would look back and be like holy shit like me too. that's why it actually worked <sighs> that way like that's why we reconnected or that's why I, I met this person and we're working together and collaborating now you know so it's it's really fascinating, and I and I love it. So I married someone in that situation. That same, I can relate to the Channing situation. I uh, relationship ended. I was extremely vulnerable, and I'm not a bookend with my husband. We talked about mm-hmm. bookends before we went live. My husband. Uh, a lot of us don't see us together. 
Mm-hmm. And they're really shocked and surprised. But because we have so much history and we developed our relationship so perfectly with the timing that we both needed and pushed each other in our lives, we are forever connected. I love that. Yeah, well, I'm so jealous. I want that. I'm not that, jealous of it in, like, in a bad way, but like that's totally what I want. But it also had to happen for me at that right time. Yeah. Like I'm older than you, um, definitely. And, and it just sparked at that right moment. And I didn't think I would ever be be married in this capacity and this quickly and to mm-hmm. Brandon honestly Gina Keogh the real housewife of Orange County was a witness to our first meeting oh meeting God. Brandon and within uh, minutes of meeting him she said you're going to marry that one and I went <laughs> there's no way well this is the perfect time to get in to your chart and see oh, what is absolutely. going on absolutely. with you this oh. is time guys well and, and by the way you know like all, all you lovely people out there he's already promised that he's going to be setting me up with a possible future husband so you Oh, I'm a good Yenta. I'm so I'm so excited. Yeah, he I'm claims he right now. straight friends too. So I we'll do. see about that. Yep. I don't <laughs> oh, discriminate. Yes. I have many friends. Good. I'm so excited. Uh, anyways, Craig Ramsey, let's dive into you. So you're an Aquarius with a Sagittarius rising. However, we're you're compatible. Li- yeah, totally. <laughs> to, to a level, honey. To a level. <laughs> friends. Yes. Friends. Compatible. Friends. Yes. How are we totally? Good friends. <laughs> so you're a later degree Sagittarius rising. So you're actually having a lot of eclipses that are, eclipses that are happening in your ascendant in identity right now. You may be shifting and changing your direction or having rapid progress take place. You may also be recreating yourself over the next year. <gasps> that resonates. Makeover. Yeah. Right now, Jupiter is in your natal 12th house. So that's meaning that you're probably building big ideas that you wanted to develop for the next like very long-term period of your life. Your luckiest year of 12 years begins from November of this year until November of next year. This will determine the important seeds of your life for the next 12 years. Wow. Yes. When Jupiter is in your ascendant, we recreate ourselves, launch major projects, get engaged, get married, have a kid, buy a house, all of those good things, all of them happen at the same time. (gasps) That's like all of the things that we want. So, you know, that's really great. Also, you were going through eclipses in your sun sign from 2017 to 2019. So you probably saw important developments happening during those years, huge beginnings and endings, as well as important partnerships beginning or ending at that time too. So wow. that's that's what I was also seeing. Um, that's a lot to take in. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> I write this stuff up. So <laughs> um, some important dates to watch for you are you have a new moon in your marriage and partnership sector on July thirty first. So you what does fu- new moon mean? A new moon is like it basically a door opens to you. Okay. So, you know, you're already married, so you can find important ways to grow closer in your relationships. This could be business even. Okay. Business partnerships, agents, managers, all of those kinds positions. of things. Positions. Yeah, absolutely. Sexual <laughs> positions. Okay, new stuff. I mean, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, When's that date again? I'm putting that in my July calendar. July 31st and the 10 days that follow. Okay. But, this, but the thing is, you have to make those things happen because this affects you for a year. So make long-term plans together, you know, be like, you know, baby, where do you want to go this year? What do we want to do? What do we want to build together? Make your little empire, you know? Those are the kinds of things. And that's why when, like, I align things when I'm like, this is okay, I would go official with someone. Not that I'm having that situation immediately, but, like, I know those things. I also know, like, astrologically when I'm likely to fall in love next. So it's like, it's either going to be this dude or it's going to be somebody else. So I literally know it, you know? So, and that's why for predicting these things for you. So that's really key. August 15th, however, is a full moon in your sun sign, putting you front and center. So you're probably going to be seeing some really big moment where there's like, again, it's either some sort of campaign or you're just like, you know, getting extra attention or there's a career breakthrough or it could even be in a relationship. But it's, again, all about you at that point in time. Now that you know what's coming, 
plan something for them because you're going to have more power at that time. More power uh-huh. probably than you will have, have all year. So there's that. And then the... Actually, there's more I'm going to talk about too. Uh, November 12th is a huge career moment for you. So again, if you're going specifically for career, focus on that time around that. November 12th, you said? Yes. That's insane. Are you kidding me? What's no, happening yeah. November 12th? Can I fill in some of the, the stuff that you talked yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, And you'll know where you are with that. Yeah, okay. totally. November 12th. So it's predicted I'll get my citizenship mid-November. Bitch, yes! I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's been a long time coming and it, it is really important step career-wise because I have always felt like there's something that will open up with that. Uh, well, you're and, right, because that's, that's what the stars are saying. Yeah, and, and I've, I've already said I'm kind of uh, redeveloping myself um, by taking a step back and kind of having patience and understanding uh, that the universe is going to answer in a line because there's so much going on. Also in November, um, my new show that uh, uh, apparently is going to be a huge hit is called He's Fit. Mm-hmm. Season two, season one was fun to do. It was great, but I, 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 I felt it more of a hobby kind of thing. But uh, season two, and without giving too much information, it'll be um, announced on in the states, and uh, it, it's a, a, a spectacular show and, and such. Um, and redeveloping my stuff, um, I, I want to. Uh, I made this effort of buying a home in March next year. Uh, looking into that, starting that into motion, and that's what I was telling you when these things are happening. And next, yeah, in the next, uh, I would say putting it into motion by March or April, um, we're gonna have kids. Yeah, I mean, see, this is the shit that I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah. Do you do, do private sessions yes. with people? Yeah. Where we, can people find you? Uh, KyleThomasAstrology.com. Hit me up. Or on Instagram. Mr. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Book of reading, everybody. So, but also the last thing I want to say for you, which is the most exciting thing. This is actually, I think, the most important dates for you for the entire year. Starting on December 25th, it is a new moon solar eclipse in your identity. So you're going to see a huge moment in your destiny for your entire life mm. opening up to you at the very end of the year and in the beginning of 2020. Wow. So that's the big, big big time wow and if, if, if this is so big in my life is it does that why I always resonate with Christmas onward as a new beginning like I'm always look forward to that no they change they it does change. change yeah that's why you know like I'm that's why as an astrologer I look at the timing I look at the movements mm. of the planets I look at the specific moon cycles and then I look at your chart and then I I do the mathematics and and figure it out and that's why it's like I I that's why I can predict things but also I can tell you when the window is open Hmm. I love that. Like for me, I'm a very patient person. So if things happen, great. If not, I trust the universe is aligning Mm -hmm. things with the timing of that. But can I ask you, when you outline those kind of things and you give a date to someone and Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen or uh, like, why doesn't it happen for that person? And do they get pissed at you? Do you ever get like (laughs) feedback where they're like, damn you? No, because the thing is astrology, there's predictive qualities to it, but there's also productive qualities to it. So I, you know, going with like new moons or transits, these energies and patterns are going to naturally be there. Mm. So I'm telling you when the energy's there. I Whether see. or not you what I, I have my responsibility. It. Yes, it's exactly. So okay. you have to, you know, like for instance, what I'm saying, like I'm likely to fall in love, like in certain days I'm not gonna give away on publicly right now. <laughs> um I know it's gonna happen. And so but not if you lock yourself up into your apartment exactly. the whole month and you're ignoring. Exactly. That. Okay. You know, and the reason I know specifically from my chart and the way it happened is because the last time I fell in love in twenty fifteen, the almost same thing happens again. Oh wow. Except it's a, it's it's literally the stars are aligned. When people are saying it's like star crossed lovers, that shit is real. And so that's why I'm like, hello, where are you? Because I'm going to it's gonna to happen to me. So you're putting it in people's consciousness. 
Yes. Which, which is important for them, especially for me. Like I'm the type of person that, that especially growing up needs to put my hand on the burner. I yeah. need to know these things and, and it's not distracting me. It's mm-hmm. motivating me. So I would be the person that puts yeah. myself out there if I, if I was single and knew totally. that the, the stars were aligning for me to do this and this at this time. Well, I can literally map out and we'll talk about this after, but like I can literally map out all the different areas of your life and how you can do it. So when these new moons and full moons are there. And so when I give you that window, what the universe is, it's kind of what I'm saying is like, let's imagine you're standing outside of a pond and the pond is love. Well, if you're looking at that and you're like, I want love and you're not doing anything, obviously nothing's going to happen. But if the door opens and then you dive right in, the yeah. universe is like, Craig wants love. Craig wants more love. Craig wants all of that. Or if you want mm. fame and success, that, that pond can be fame and success. So if you use the right timing, six months later, at the corresponding full moon that is in that sector for you specifically... Then you get the abundance of all of that. So then you get all of that love. You get, you know, like if I don't necessarily find the perfect person at that specific time, I'm going to either become official or fall officially in love in about, I think it's the beginning of March of next year. Wow. Yeah, but it, it depends on the things that I'm doing in the coming time. Because, you know, naturally when this door opens, something falls in in that area. So you're like, yes, I want that. But I want all of it, and so should you. Mm. Yes, everyone, so should you. And everyone should book a reading with Kyle also. Tag Amazing. three skeptics in your life on, on social media. Yes. This, this is what I'm going to do. Because uh, I don't want to call myself a skeptic because I'm always open to this stuff. But now it's, it's, it's making more sense to me. So I will tag, once this comes out, oh, three awesome. people. And I encourage everyone else that's listening. Because you're already in the choir. You're, you know, you're, we're preaching into the choir yeah. if you're tuning in but tag three people and and it, this will help explain it to them okay well guys we need to get to a very quick game of bang marry kill cancer season all right we have patrick stewart michael phelps and mike tyson you go first you're our guest well michael phelps um what is it the bang bang yeah. Mary that's kill. the, the mm-hmm. correct yeah i would definitely bang do him. yeah michael phelps and um what's the other ones again uh, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart and Mike Tyson. I think it's Alex Trebek for some reason. In there. I'm like, oh, he's a Canadian. I'd probably marry him. Um, Patrick uh, Stewart, mm-hmm. I would marry for sure. And then what's the other one? Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Well, of course I'd kill him. Is that yeah. what it is? Of course I'd kill him. All right. Yeah, he's so... a dick, right? He's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's He's a hard not? one. I, I have worked with him briefly when I was an assistant. He was very nice to me. Um, so I don't want everyone to kill him. Um, so I'm going to... Uh, You're going to save him? I'm going to save him. I am Are you going to marry have... him, though? No. I'll probably have some like really crazy sex that's like I'll tell everyone about one day. It'll be scary. I'll make it out alive, but it'll be okay. He's inconsistent. <laughs> so check in with Kyle when that's going to be good yes. for you guys. Right. Yeah, let's check um, that out. Yeah. But in a real world, no, never. Um <laughs> Michael Phelps, Mary, and um, I'd, I'd kill Patrick Stewart. I, but I, I would love him as a friend. <gasps> You'd kill my husband. Oh, yeah, I'd love geez. him as a friend. I think I'm going to... I'm going to probably marry Michael Phelps, I guess, because, like... Because you get it I, all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I don't know. He's got, like... I, he's He seems like he's got a very large penis, and that scares me. But I feel like, Looks I don't know. scary about that. No. <laughs> it's, oh it's another conversation, Yeah, let's guys. not talk about that right now. Breathe, but honey. Big ones scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, but I guess I'll do that because I feel like, I don't know, he's a cancer and I could control him. And, um, <laughs> sorry. And then uh, Patrick Stewart, I just definitely want a piece of the X-Men franchise 
you know, in my life. And so and I guess you? I guess in me. Yeah. So I guess he's iconic. So I guess we bang. And then Mike Tyson. Hopefully he doesn't have a big one. Uh, yeah. Go on. I mean, it's Patrick Stewart. I don't know about that. I'd uh, yeah. be surprised. You never know. I mean, I heard, speaking of like X-Men, people are always telling me about how like Ian McKellen has like a massive one. I'm like, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Sorry. sorry. So you'd kill. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. Uh, I, yeah. We're gonna off Mike Tyson. Sorry. Sorry. Don't be sorry, mad at us. Sorry, but not sorry. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week of Astro Kiki Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, where can everyone find you on social media? Craig Ramsey Fit, and it's R A M S A Y, like Uncle Gord. Awesome. Ramsey. Yep. And thank you so much again. Thank you both. Loved having you. You guys can find me. Sam Davidson at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio. And I am Kyle Thomas, pop culture astrologer. You can follow me on Instagram at MRKyleThomas and uh, as Kyle Thomas on Facebook. We are also now in partnership on Instagram with Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily. So definitely give them a shout out and some love too. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Au revoir. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astrology.